Happy hump day, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by BetSperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and we're back from a little bit of break. Mr. Andy Motter, Kurt, he was on golf yesterday, so you know, I should have him. I should have worn my sweatshirt. Any sports yesterday? Yeah, I should have worn my sweatshirt, and then we would be the same person oh. <laughs> because I got a haircut, so my hair's nice and short. Like yours is slicked back. We have our beards. We have our glasses. Um, I had fermented some peppers. I cut up some peppers, fermented them for a week. They were ready. I got overexcited about taking them, mixing them with some garlic, some xanthan gum, and some apple cider vinegar, and making my own hot sauce. So I did that at, oh, six in the morning today, just when I woke up. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to make my hot sauce. So uh, after handling all that, there was just a 0.0% chance I was going to put contact lenses in so it's glasses andy for a couple days probably because these fingers are in fuego like i've heard some horror stories i I remember my dad once was chopping some peppers went into the bathroom and just let out a scream at one point yeah i'm terrified to go to the i've had to pee for three hours i'm terrified to (laughs) to just touch anything with these hands you just have that soap they use to clean oil off the baby seals and whatnot that'll work yeah i need to i need to talk to the the exxon people but Regardless, yes, we will be betting on some sports today. It is a action-packed day, and yeah, if you joined us yesterday, Matt gave out a like a plus four fifty prop. On uh, it's funny, I got to the bar and that was like the first thing I saw. I sat down last night after doing some content and watched uh, watched Castle Phil Kessel, and then they interviewed him because they're so excited. I'm like excited about his record, but also like in my mind, who just loves round numbers, I'm like, oh, this motherfucker better not like sit out tomorrow. He needs to get to a thousand games. Like nine ninety is cool, but a thousand is way cooler. So, I wish him continued luck. And then, yeah, I didn't catch a ton of NBA yesterday. I was mostly concentrated on getting prepped for this horrible golf tournament and figuring out some more football stuff. But you've got a you've got some action tonight. And is it a, is it our traditional Wednesday slate of just way too many games? Indeed, we're back to the pattern of a lot of games, just a few picks. It's um, We only did only have one pick last night, so I bucked the trend just a bit. We had our undercast just uh, pretty comfortably. I guess it was a little tight there at the end, but two totals tonight and team totals. Um, the board looks really rough to me today. Um, I know that there's a couple of our friends that from the NBA chat that went in and took a lot of openers, but now that the numbers have settled. It's really hard to get uh, my head wrapped around some of these numbers. You know, the Hawks are laying seven and a half. They've done a great job beating up on some lesser teams against the Pistons. Thought about maybe taking the under there on 230 and a half. I'll probably leave that one. Um, you know, Cavaliers are big favorites over a Magic team that I've yet to cover. I think a full game number. Um, you know, the Nets, Bucks, we'll talk about that game. I, I like that game quite a bit. That'll be fun. Hornets, Knicks, we'll talk about. My Sixers go to Toronto where they're generally terrible. Uh, but that number looks about right. Your Timberwolves should beat the absolute crap out of the Spurs. But the Spurs have been a little competitive. So Revenge let's jump into the two bets we do actually have. And um, start with the Milwaukee Bucks team total here. A really nice spot for a Milwaukee Bucks team. They go up against a Brooklyn Nets squad that uh, looks listless and, and kind of, you know, they're playing basketball, Andy. They're trying their best, but it's hard to see the motivation, the push that they have. The leadership on the team seems to be lacking a little bit. And 
um, as you start to look at their season, again, it's only four, three, four games in here, but um, have struggled against some of the lesser teams, got absolutely got their doors blown off by the New Orleans Pelicans, got beat by 10 points by a Memphis Grizzlies squad that is not what it was last year, especially at this point with all the injuries they have. You know, we're able to get their first one of the season, um, but just barely against the Toronto Raptors. And the Bucks tonight traditionally match up very well with this Nets team. You look at some of the games that they played last year. You look at the way the Bucks match up this year. There's just nobody really at the rim that's going to stop Giannis and some of these guys from getting buckets inside. At the same time, Drew Holiday does as nice of a job as anyone can do against Kyrie Irving. Um, Giannis himself will help a little bit on Kevin Durant um, as Chris Middleton tries to guard him basically for the whole game. It just looks like a really nice matchup for this Bucks team. But instead of laying the three and a half, um, only had this spread um, – maybe four and a half, five, you know, so a little bit of an edge there, but the team total looked really short to me. I have this closer to 121, if I'm being honest. The Bucks tend to put up a lot of points against teams like the Nets, again, with little to no rim protection um, that are comfortable pushing the pace. The Bucks don't mind running with, with the team if they have to, and 118 and a half just looks like a really short number. So give me the over there. And then the Charlotte Hornets, pretty much the opposite case. This is a rough Hornets squad. Again, no LaMelo ball. Um Gordon Hayward, not what he once was. Terry Rozier, a little banged up, um, you know, day-to-day. He probably does play tonight, but just a really rough roster. They've struggled to put up a lot of points, even in games with higher paces. They go up against a Knicks team that started the season pretty fast. You'll see a pace around 107. The last couple games, though, coming back down to where we expected them to be. I think this will be a little bit of a slower, tighter game here for the Knicks at home, and um, specifically think this Hornets team is really going to struggle to score. The matchups are really nice for this Knicks team. They, they can pretty much have some to guard anybody on that Hornets team. So give me a Hornets team total 108 and a half. I think they'll struggle tonight in the garden. So over 118 and a half, under 108 and a half, almost a little like symmetry, a little geometry there. Griffin has a hell of a question here. Um, staying on the basketball theme, he says the CBB season starts a little slow for me. Yeah, that's true. Says any preseason futures content. I don't do a lot with that. Um, but I've seen some people have some success. Maybe I'm going to talk to the Dwayne's of the world and a couple other people I know that are able to put together. Not, not only, I think it's probably There's a There's got to be errand. odds to win some of these small conferences, right? There, there are. So that that hasn't been a thing. Like three years ago, four years ago, you just weren't finding odds. Even for, you know, maybe like the big six, you could have odds to win the conference. and But it was few and far between. Nowadays... There are odds for like every single conference. I mean, even a few years back, go find a, a preseason price for like a football championship, like to win the Mountain West. Anything that wasn't Power Five, it was hard to find futures on a lot of that stuff. So, um, you know, now nowadays it seems like those futures are plentiful. I just maybe I'm not trained to go look for them because I couldn't find them in the past. But that's something interesting. I'm gonna start digging into that over the maybe the weekend here. I just found out. I, I thought this vacation was longer. I found out they, they get back like Saturday. So I was kind of hoping it was a Monday pickup. I'm enjoying bachelor life. I thought I could get something done this weekend. <laughs> Looks like I'm not getting anything done this weekend. But regardless, I will be. A lot of drinking, I will, soon. I will. Oh, God. I need a detox ready. I will dig into some of that college football or, excuse me, college basketball future prices, see what we have as I'm starting to. Starting to work on it a little, getting a little excited to add another GD sport to this uh, this brain of mine that is already overtaxed and under under underpaid. But I'm going to try to get paid on the Bermuda Championship. It's been 
uneven the swing season for me. Um, matchups are kind of break even outrights. I hit one, I hit like a 25 to one, but uh, the other weeks I haven't hit shit. But I have a few. You can go watch the golf show with Noonan and I on the same YouTube channel we put out. I mean, it was short. It was short, man. It was honestly like 30 minutes because it's it's a weird tournament. It's a weird field. But I do have a head-to-head I like quite a bit as I was digging through them this morning. Xiong Hyun Kim. There are starting to be quite a few people on the golf uh, circuit, whatever the tour. The last name Kim. A lot of them have longer names or two names, so they're starting to be abbreviated. You'll see Siwoo and Seung Han, abbreviated SW and SH. Don't confuse them. A lot of books will just list him as SH Kim. I bet this this morning over Robbie Shelton, who, truth be told, is a golfer I like. He's, uh, he's somebody I've been probably going to be backing at certain points this year. I think he can play well. It's just this was more of a... This is an even matchup on on uh, you know this, what the sports books are putting out and what I started to use for oh course fit and the sample size I have on these two golfers I just saw a lot better ball striking from Mr. Kim I saw a lot better play on some of the shorter par fours and I saw a little bit of a disparity in putting and I know normally we say putting is super hard to predict let's not use that as a you know, something we're using to try to use as a predictive stat going forward on golf, but it does matter a little bit here. This is not a, you know, a putting contest where somebody's just going to get hot with the putter and do well. This is Bermuda putting where I think people who can but putt well on Bermuda do putt well on Bermuda. They're able to, you know, the read the grains of some of these other grasses that aren't just these pure bent grass greens up in, up in the northern, the northern reaches of U.S. and Canada. So, his putting is just a lot better over the course of, you know, like I said, any sample size I've looked at, including back to some corn fairy stuff. So minus 115 on SH Kim over the aforementioned Robbie Shelton. So yeah, this is a this is not a not bad tournament. Singer. If the weather if the weather's good, this tournament's kind of nice. It's a beautiful resort course in Bermuda. It's, it's gorgeous. It's lush. It's the tropics, baby. It's the Caribbean. This is a vacation spot. It's going to be beautiful, the but there is a traffic, there is a tropical depression that is going to just sit over this tournament. And the chances of rain, like I checked yesterday, it was like 60 to 80% every day for the whole tournament. Like uh, odds on it being a 54 hole tournament or possibly finishing on Monday, kind of higher than normal. So maybe pump the brakes on getting too too wild on this one i don't know what the tropics have to be upset about so hopefully they can get over this depression yeah just fire some xanax at this uh <laughs> this storm and see what happens at least it's like that? getting towards work? it's getting towards the end of hurricane season so it's not gonna end up into a full a full-fledged like tropical storm I thought hurricane, hurricane season was over yeah october it's all over that it rhymes that's how you know when it's over so there used to be, there's a thing. There's like a mnemonic device to help you figure out hurricane season. Regardless, we'll head to Poitua and Tampico. Poitua? I have I'm no say idea. That's how you say the last I'm gonna, one. It's, I'm going to say it It's really, French, so I assume you really don't say French. any of the continents. It's Poitois? Poitois? Yeah, sure. That sounds about right for a French thing. But, yep, got a total and a money line here. Tennis persists. Again, 
we're down to the dogish of days is it doesn't you know we still have tennis but um, a lot of these tournaments you're either looking andy at a bunch of names that we're not really familiar with throughout the year maybe a couple big names peppered in there to kind of beat them up a little bit but still have a couple competitive matches we'll go back to the well here elise mertens did her job in tampico the other day in the first set got very sloppy in the second we lost our under there but again goes up against ashley kruger um, a much lesser quality player than her someone she generally beats the absolute pants off of and um, happy just to take the under here instead of laying a bunch of games on the spread um these unders from burton's have been really great so i'm just going to continue to play them as she goes up against some of these smaller players this is a total that i have closer to 19 and a half um rather than 20 and a half um see if you can find a 20 out there that's again it's hard to find lines for some of these tournaments um grab 20 and a half because that seemed to be available at a few legals if you have 20 at less juice go ahead and grab that i think this 20 and a half was like minus 120 or something so um 20 is just fine if you have that number in front of you and then in poitiers or however the heck you say that in france the two young French women, Chloe Piquet and Diane Perry, go against each other. Piquet has been awful this year. Um, actually, though, I think we're getting some value because she was able to win a match against this very woman, Diane Perry, a couple weeks ago in a smaller tournament in Rouen. And I generally think that the market overreacts a little bit to some of those <laughs> matches when they're so close like that. Um, do you have an actual back scratcher? I, thought, I found my back scratcher the other day, so I'm pretty pumped. <laughs> I've never known anyone who actually had a back scratch. I, I think I stole it from the kids. Anyway, Pari, I have was a much bigger favorite in this match. Again, I think we're getting some value here just based on the recent head-to-head -head result. Pari has lost her last couple matches, but to much higher quality opponents than Piquet has been playing. So give me minus 140 or better. That looks fine. Again, got to poke around a little bit, but you should be able to find this number in most places. Yeah, and Dan is pointing out possibly – Possibly said like the actor Sidney Poitier, that maybe checks out. Um, if you it do like old, similarly. if you do like old films or just powerhouse acting performances, boy, I do like In the Heat of the Night. The TV show sucked, but the film was Raising great. Also, sun. also guess who's guess coming who's, to dinner? Guess who's coming to dinner is kind of solid too for a movie that's like sixty damn years old. I like that one quite a bit too. Um, it's wild how far we haven't moved on from those times in 60 years, but here we are. We're not going to make broad social um, conversations. We're a lot we're of instead, yeah, instead, we're going to head to Europe, where none of those things There's are no issues at all. Nothing. No it issues. Is just fine. Yes. Uh, Champions League. I, I promised Champions League. I'm call, coming through on Champions League. And at this point, it would be beyond me to... So if you have a bit, if you do a bit for like, um, you know, sports betting content and this bit loses people a shitload of money, you can't do that bit. Or you have to say like, oh, I'm such a fade, like always bet against me. I'm Ben the better or Trent or whatever. But if you have a bit and it just keeps winning, you can't just start looking at other ways to bet the Champions League. You have to just, I've bet like eight straight overs. I've bet alt overs. I've bet plus money overs. Baby. And it just it just kept running. So again, this probably goes zero and two now that I've pontificated <laughs> on it. We've thoroughly jinxed ourselves. Thoroughly jinxed, but it just you know dance with who brung you, butter your bread with the same kind of butter, and go with these overs. These are both three and a quarter. Most places I don't care for that. I don't care to pay extra juice for the added you know security of getting half a push if these land on three. 
Maybe I'm wrong on the math on that. But again, like I said, I'm not a professional soccer handicapper nor a mathematician, so I won't speak to that. I will just tell you that these are my two favorite. And if you're listening, not watching, I suppose I better read them. Napoli versus Rangers. Um, Rangers, I believe, are, Scot- are we talking Scotland? Yeah, Scotland. Like These Scottish teams seem to give up a ton of goals, so I'm fine with that. And as we pointed out in in previous episodes, Napoli is a truck. So I don't know, maybe they park it a little here and they don't bring the best lineup because this is the top team in the group versus the worst team in the group. Napoli has a 17 to four goal scored versus goals allowed while Rangers are one goal scored 16 allowed. So I just feel like Napoli might just score four goals in the first half and then put it to bed Put in the uh, put in the reserves, swap five guys out at halftime, and it ends for nothing. If that happens, I might legit take a second half under. I'll be live betting this shit all day too. <laughs> and then international, international. Um, they have a longer name. I wish I could do it. I'm just not good at this. International Lisa, something like that. Yeah, it's like it's got a long, beautiful Italian name. And I won't, I won't get into that, but Inter versus, and usually it's a long name that I struggle pronouncing. This one is a short one, and it just lacks the vowels that I am accustomed to. Pleasant. Uh, hopefully they don't have a pleasant time today because this is another <laughs> one where it's just, hey, this is, uh, Inter hasn't actually scored that many goals. So they've only, they've only scored, what, I can't say pleasant. Or are you making fun of my pleasant joke? Um, Inter Inter has only scored six times in four games. This is going a little against the grain, but it's just been a pleasant is a is a sieve. They've given up on average four goals per game themselves. They scored a couple, so I'm calling it. I'm calling this one four one Inter right now. I'm doing. I'm going to do some exact score betting too. So a couple like overs that. over. And again, like I said, I usually just bet these at Bovada because I'm not going to get in any trouble for not betting, yeah, not betting very much and also putting some, putting in some parlays and props as I go. So the fact is they have the best um, of the offshores for options. Fantastic. If you want to be man. betting. Yeah. If you want to be betting all totals, like I do every time I don't, like I said, I don't want the three and a quarter. I want the three and a half. So that's why these are both plus money. And so truthfully, yeah, all you got to do is split, and I'm up a few bucks. So there we go. That is the plan. I like that. I hope you That's guys have a pleasant uh, rest of your day. Just, I'm going to do that until the end of time now. Noops, I hope you have a happy hump day. I'll watch some NBA later tonight after. Is there a late, late game? I will. I would like to enjoy a late NBA game after the deep dive. Fuck. There's actually two. We got Denver giving LA their first win. And Miami Portland, the truck that is the Portland Trailblazers. I'll pick one of those watching tonight. You find something to watch while you fall asleep on the couch. I, I think you'll figure it out. <sighs> did you fall asleep, Billy, or did you pass out? <laughs> That's what it's going to be. So, all right, hit the thumbs up if you're in the YouTube. Uh, if you have some hot Champions League picks for me, drop them in the comments or hit me on Twitter at AndyMSFW. He's at underscore noobs. We are at Brown Bag Bets. We are brought to you by at BetSperts. And we will see you at 1130 Eastern tomorrow.